Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Well, what do you want me to say, Gavin? I went out and got drunk last night, and the show didn't get recorded. It shouldn't surprise anyone. It happens. A lot. Ass. The following podcast contains... Bad words. Words he learned from you. The point is, he said a bad word. Where'd a nice little boy like you learn such a bad word like that, huh? My slutty alter ego that said a bad word in school. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you plundered the economy, poisoned the environment, squandered our democracy by voting an incompetent wannabe dictator in our office, and wondered why people might be pissed, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Saturday, November 9th, 2019, Are You Okay, Boomer? Boomer, Are You Okay? edition of the show, where we talk about how millennials appropriated the term insulting boomers from Gen Z like they made it. Damn, them apples fall so close to the tree. Stay tuned. What the hell were you thinking podcast is brought to you by Caps Locks by Facebook, a new messaging app for boomers by boomers. Are you a person of a certain age who has something to say but is frustrated by all the confusing options and the ways to say it? Are you tired of all the truth and reality being pushed at you by these young snowflakes? Are you yearning for an echo chamber that reaffirms how right you are and how wrong everyone else is? Caps Locks by Facebook is here to answer all your needs. In a simple, easy-to-read, extra-large interface with only two buttons and a large selection of right-wing memes, Caps Locks by Facebook will automatically post all your opinions on young people directly into all their social media feeds without you needing to be on any of those confusing phone things. And with Caps Locks by Facebook, you will automatically be in all caps because when you say it in Caps Locks, people have to listen. Caps Locks by Facebook, now you can tell people what you really think. There you go, champ. I don't know what this is for. Uh, don't you need a trophy anytime you anything? <laughs> oh, it's on. How'd you get here? Horse? <laughs> I drove my car. I own it. After eight more payments. How'd you get here? I took an Uber. Do not know what that is. <laughs> I bet you're a Yeah, because I'm not a monster. Your generation is afraid of black people. Your generation thinks you are black people. Oh, word. (sighs) Look at who you guys voted for. Yeah, that's right. I voted. Touche. This is the only way you'll ever own a house. Learning how to text is the only way you'll ever communicate with your son. So. Alright guys, who took my Sheryl Crow album? Gen X. I remember when I found out that I was a member of Generation X. I was just back in the States after a year in South Korea and settling back into life in California when the news began to talk about these Gen X kids. It seems 
that they were overeducated dilettantes, a bunch of cynical, apathetic slackers who had nothing better to do with their time than mope around and complain about things like, I don't know, apartheid or this AIDS crisis thing that was going on. Kids today. I was like, yeah, come on, get a job, losers. But then I read an article in Time magazine. That was uh, this print magazine that we used to have that you lived in doctor's office waiting rooms. Yeah, I read an article in that in a doctor's office waiting room saying that I was part of Generation X. I, who was working six days a week, 12-hour days in the military, and I was like... There's been some kind of mistake. I mean... I never really fit into my age bracket. My upbringing in rural conservative small towns in the heartlands had left me about, I don't know, 10 years behind the cultural zeitgeist. I was more boomer than Gen Xer. I mean, my music preferences alone would put me in the same lane as some very hip boomer circa 1975 or so. Hey, man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. My politics were essentially non-existent, and as far as, as far as being a slacker, I lived at work. But slowly, over the next few years, I found myself more and more identifying with my actual generation rather than my cultural generation. And by the end of the 90s, I was doubting the system that produced me and had even attended a Lilith fair. Do you ever wish you were a lesbian? Every goddamn day. So for all I came late to my generation, when I finally got there, I was full on fuck it all. The world is bullshit and everything we were told growing up was a terrible lie. And it turns out we were right, but we didn't, wouldn't know that for about another 20 years or so. And when I finally did go to college and ready to participate in my generation, I found out that that was too late and it was all just now millennials. Snowflakes and moonbeams. Funny thing is about all of this generation blah stuff, it's all made up. With the exception of the baby boomers. They get everything, don't they? Which is a very specific demographic spike following World War II. All the other generations are just some generic shit based on arbitrary numbers of years that doesn't adhere to any actual time of what a generation might conceivably be. Let's look at how this ostensibly works. Now, logically... You see, there's your problem right there. It stands to reason that the generation before gave birth to the generation after. But that's not what happens. The boomers' parents were the greatest generation born between 1901 and 1927. They lived through the Depression, fought the Nazis, and nuked Japan. But they weren't the parents of Generation X. That was the silent generation. The who? Why do you think they were called silent? The silent generation, who were born after the start of the Great Depression, but before the end of World War II, they, like their children, were relatively small, pathetic, and wedged between two really large and annoying generations. So it was the silent generation that fucked and had Generation X, born between the Vietnam War and basically the Reagan Revolution, which explains a lot about us, really. The boomers' kids are the millennials, born between effectively the end of the Cold War and 9-11. And finally, the kids of Generation X, or what we now call Generation Z, though as, a, as they get older, that name will probably change. They were born between 9-11 and Donald fucking Trump. Everybody clear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and the most important thing you should take away from all of this is, again, the entire thing is just some nonsense we made up. From a 2015 Washington Post article by Philip Bump, a Gen Xer, I might say, quote, 
From a demographic perspective, it's not clear to me why those boundaries are drawn as they are, started Mark Mather, a, dem- a demographer with the Population Reference Bureau. It seems fairly arbitrator, for, exam- for example, to put Gen X between 1964 and 1980, which is only a 16-year period. It doesn't even span what most people would consider a generation. Unless you think that most children are born to high school sophomores. A lot of demographers will tell you that we like to work with cohorts as opposed to generations, he explained. We're always looking for demographic patterns, marriage, fertility, family formation, those kind of things. The baby boomers were themselves a cohort, a group that shared a certain set of demographic characteristics. Generation X doesn't. In its work, the Pew Research Center uses generational boundaries like millennial, which is, defines those between 1981 and 2000, as somewhat early endpoint compared to others, that they are somewhat arbitrary, said Kim Parker, director of social trends research at Pew, for the generational descriptors. But generations as a concept can be a worthwhile tool for storytelling, taking a lot of data and trying to put it into an interesting prism that speaks to people, unquote. You know, bullshit. Also in that article were the compiled names of the generations before they were settled upon. For example, Generation X in 1975 were called Baby Busters. In the 90s, 20-nothings, grunge kids, and the 13th generation. Millennials were Gen X2, Gen Y, Echo Boomers, Digital Natives, Net Generations, Nexter, the Trophy Kids, and Gen Z has gone through, so far, iGen, Multigen, and Homeland Generation. Homeland Generation, by the way, is one that came out of the White House in 2014, so, uh... Thanks a lot, Obama! None of this even factors in the differing years used to mark and begin, mark the beginning and endings of the generations, which vary wildly depending on who's doing the calculating. I mean, if they can't even get the years right, how the fuck do they know anything about what a given generation thinks or does? They don't. I'm going to read you the nut graph of an article, and you could try and figure out what generation I'm talking about from the context. Quote, they have trouble making decisions. They would rather hike in the Himalayas than climb a corporate ladder. They have few heroes, no anthems, no style to call their own. They crave entertainment, but their attention span is as short as the zap of a dial on a TV. They hate yuppies, hippies, and druggies. They postpone marriage because they dread divorce. They sneer at Range Rovers, Rolexes, and red suspenders. What they hold dear are family life, local activism, national parks, penny loafers, and mountain bikes. They possess only a hazy sense of their own identity, but a monumental preoccupation with all the problems the preceding generation will leave for them to fix, unquote. If you paid close attention, there are six words in that that gave away that generation. One zap of a TV dial. This came from a July 1990 Time Magazine article about Generation X. Go read this gener- this article. It's in the show notes just for some deja vu shit set about Gen X that applies equally to millennials and Gen Z. The entire idea of categories and categorizing a large group of diverse people based solely on the years they were born is scientifically... This is insane, isn't it? I know, it's fucking absurd. Take the same set of cultural factors, general economic conditions, and political influences and technological innovations and apply them to one million people born in the same year. And yeah, you'll find certain similarities, but you'll also find vast differences, so stop trying to use this method to categorize people. That being said it is still totally okay to shit on baby boomers. Oh, whew, I was really scared there for a second. Because right now there is an intergenerational war going on out there, man. It's baby boomers versus, well, everybody, really. 
Generation X has always had our beef with the boomers. They comprised everything we hated about adulthood in the 90s. The millennials have always pushed against their parental generations, and the boomers push back hard. When the two groups are so similar, I guess that's kind of natural. But now, Gen Z is jumping down on the boomers hard, and it's about time the boomers caught more shit for all their nonsense. I'm not suggesting that you beat the shit out of some random old person or anything, because not all boomers are, you know, boomers. And the reason I spent the first half of the show breaking down the nonsense of generational similarities is to tell you that boomer, the singular of baby boomers, is not a generation or an age. It's a worldview. Man, that was like deep. Yeah, isn't it? And it's a deeply selfish, narcissistic, whining, and tunnel vision worldview. At least it's an ethos. The most recent spate of intergenerational conflict stems out of a cheeky Gen Z epithet that's caught traction on a social media platform called TikTok, which uh, if you're not gener Generation Z, you might be vaguely aware of if you're a millennial and definitely frightened of if you're any older. I don't know who that is and I don't care to find out. The youngs are apparently getting to chuckle out of taking some wildly by taking some wildly self-entitled piece of stupidity and spoused by a certain kind of baby boomer and replying with the curt and cutting. Okay, boomer. And boy, <laughs> this made boomers mad. You should show some respect. Which, of course, only earns another smirking reply of okay, boomer. From Tuesday, from a Tuesday article in the Washington Post, quote. The New York Times and NBC last week picked up the trend of the high school halls and teens' TikTok accounts and deposited in the national news. The Gen Z-generated phrase, OK Boomer, has turned into an epithet rallying the country's young against their forebears in collective mockery. What's important isn't that the kids are fighting back, it's that the kids are fighting back without really fighting at all. OK Boomer indicts not an argument and not an individual, but an entire generation or an entire generation's attitude. And it does it with two words dripping with dismissal. The Gen Z progenitors of this insolent slogan say they use it because they are inheriting a collapsing climate, an unequal economy, and endless battles overseas that they didn't start. They're saying a lot with very little, and by saying very little, they end up saying even more. OK Boomer sends the message that the grown-ups have screwed up so badly and they're veering so speedily into irrelevance that convincing them of anything is a waste of keyboard characters, unquote. Now look... I'm not saying the baby boom has been all bad. They did stand up for an unjust war that was taking countless lives for no reason that they personally didn't want to be troubled by having to go fight in themselves. Uh, that's not really my scene, man. They tore down centuries of sexual repression and timidity with their concept of free love, which uh, wasn't really so much about the acceptance of all forms of sexuality as it was an excuse for men to get to fuck all the women they wanted. And then when the women said that they might like to embrace a sexual positivity, they turned around and called them fucking whore. Eh, when you really take it down and take a look at the accomplishments of the great boomer generation, you start to see more and more that it, they weren't making it all these great strides for, strides for the advancement of humanity. They were doing it for themselves. And what's worse, they love to take credit for all the shit that happened when they were growing up like they did it. Boomers didn't go to the moon. That was the silent generation. 11 of the 12 Apollo astronauts were silent. But boomers love to ride that coattails. I've had boomers tell me their generation, they, that their generation went to the moon. This please. 
You didn't fucking go anywhere except your fucking living room to watch that shit on TV. And the boomers love to tell you about how they stood up for civil rights. You know who did all the fucking real work for civil rights? The silent generation, not the boomers. From a 1999 article in the Chicago Tribune, quote, but in the late 1950s and early 1960s, the silence began finding their generational voice and hitting their stride. They became hip. When the boomers turned on their radio, they heard the pioneering rock of, mu of music of Elvis Presley, Barry, Roy Orbison, Buddy Holly, Little Richard, and when King, Andrew Young, Fugitive Congressman John Lewis, Julian Bond, and the young Jesse Jacksons, all silence, railed against racial injustice, the background music was provided by Joan Baez, Peter, Paul, and Mary, Judy Collins, Phil Oaks, and Bob Dylan. No generation had a better sense of humor. Cosby, Woody Allen. All right, guys, maybe not the best example, but again, it was 1999. The Smothers Brothers, Richard Pryor, Bob Newhart, Dick Gregory, Mike Nichols, Elaine May. GI parents and boomer kids had marveled together at the athletic exports of Ali, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Jim Brown, Johnny Unitas, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Wilma Rudolph, and Jack Nicholas. And when the sexually adventurous boomers wanted to pursue a more amorous path, a roadmap was provided by Hugh Hefner, another silent, unquote. I am the child of the 80s, the boomer decade. They were coming into the height of their cultural and economic dominance. And as much as I loved the 1980s and love them today, it's actually really sad. They set the stage for everything that is wrong with America today. That shit's on the boomers. You see, boomers are essentially one big trust fund kid. They inherited the richest, most powerful economy on earth, and they ran it into the ground in about a decade. And they did it the same way a spoiled rich kid squanders the family inheritance on pointless, glittery shit that was clearly never going to work, but it would make them happy for a short time. Fucking Reaganomics was pure and simple, short-term benefit, at the cost of future generations' earn, or, or ability to earn a living. Not only did they inherit everything their parents gave them, they looted what the family had put aside for the kids of the boomers. They basically threw a wild and raging party all the way through to the end of the 1990s, then left the place trash and expected someone else to clean it up. Oh, and you know what? Could you guys take care of us? Because now we're getting older and we're going to need someone to wipe our asses for us. And look, my generation, the Xers, we're not blameless here. After all, we got to attend the tail end of that party, and it was fucking wild. This party is awesome. The music was bumping. There were lots of good drugs. People were fucking in the upstairs bedrooms, and the liquor cabinets were stocked and unlocked. The last fucking five years of the 1990s were amazing. So yeah, we got in on it. But Generation X was always the kids from the first marriage. You know, before dad got that big promotion at the fucking Cracker Factory and started making real money. Well, we never wanted for anything, but it sure seemed dad loved his kids with his second wife, Sheila, just a little bit more than he loved us. So we sulked and dressed in our grungy clothes and listened to depressing music and wrote volumes of banal poetry in our journals when we ought to have been stepping up and getting involved in policy and politics from the get-go. Instead, we started fucking around with this new internet thing, and by the time we'd finished playing Doom 2, the boomers had elected some dipshit to the presidency, and by the time we got installed in our broadband connections, that dipshit let the country get attacked and got us into two wars. I mean, all we wanted was to download porn faster, and this is what we got. And it's what is far worse, Dad and Sheila's kids were now making shit tons of money on this internet thing, even though we weren't. It's not fair. It's just not fair. So it's probably our fault things got as far as they did. But again, I want to point out to millennials and Gen Z who grew up with the Internet, 
We didn't, and you had no fucking idea how fun and distracting it was when it was brand new. Between us and the boomers, things have gotten pretty bad. I mean, a sliver of my generation that's getting larger as we get older and slightly wealthier. And most of the boomers gave us the most boomer president ever. Honestly, this guy is the fucking platonic ideal of fucking the worst elements of the baby boomers, including how he's shitting all over the younger, younger generations in ways they probably won't ever recover from. Is it any wonder that Gen Z is so fucking pissed? If I were Greta Thunberg, I wouldn't have been nearly so polite at the UN General Assembly meeting. She made it through an entire speech without a single profanity or descending into a sputtering rage. I do this podcast every week, and I haven't managed to accomplish that yet. And I've always had a soft spot for millennials because all of my friends are millennials. It was largely because I went to college late and made all new friends there, leaving behind my Gen X associates for new, hipper, definitely hotter generation. Now that all those friends are gracefully aging towards 40, we have even more to share as we come to grips with the ephemeral nature of youth and relevance. As for Gen Z, I don't personally know any Gen Zs. They're touch too young to start showing up around the office at my day job. But when I see, I like them. They have a take-no-shit attitude that's going to be desperately needed if there's any chance of saving this benighted species from itself. From the Stoneland Stoneman Douglas kids to Greta Thunberg to that member of the New Zealand Parliament, Chloe Swarbrick, Swarbrick who uh, okay boomer to heckling boomer on the floor during a fucking speech of the commons. My generation and the generations after me do not have that luxury. In the year 2050, I will be 56 years old. Yet, right now, the average age of this 52nd parliament is 49 years old. Okay, boomer. Uh, current political institution. This generation exudes a very... You know, help me now. So fuck you, Jobu. I do it myself. Vibe. I think between frustrated millennials and pissed off Zers, there might be a chance for humanity if they could just hang on another few years as the boomers die off and we Gen Xers meekly submit to whatever the fuck we're told to do, just like we always have. But hey, at least we had Nirvana. And if this pisses off the boomers so much, the better. God, they are pissed. One jackass right-wing radio dipshit posted on Twitter, Boomer is the new N-word of ageism. Being hip and flip doesn't make bigotry okay. Nor is the derisive epithet okay because it's new. To which Twitter replied en masse, Okay, Boomer. If I were a Boomer, or hell, this actually applies to my fellow Gen Xers, I might want to start making nice with the youngs because when things start to get bad, they've got very little impetus to keep us around. A mouse to feed that are too old and feeble to do anything useful and have pissed them off. There's an old debunked racist legend about the Inuit. The boomers wrongly called them Eskimos would put their elderlies on ice floes and set them adrift when they were a burden on the tribe. Well, thanks largely to the boomers, there won't be any ice floes for us to be for them to be set adrift on. But there will be tons of new deserts or sunken cities that useless old fucks can be left in because not only will they be a useless mouth to feed, they should count themselves lucky they are too old and bitter for the soilant processing facilities. I mean, God, can you imagine them complaining about their bodies going in the same vat as brown people? And all in all, it's best for the boomers just to set out meme fights with Gen Z. You're bringing a butter knife to a nuclear exchange, and honestly, we've seen your memes. So uh, much glitter, so many glitters, so many bald eagles, so little common sense. So maybe just shut the fuck up and let them have this one, okay? After all, you've got all the money. Hey, she got all the memes. It seems only fair. Well, that is it for our show this week. 
Sorry about missing the yes last night, folks. I usually try to get these out on Fridays, but I had a friend in town and we went out and got drunk because it's important to have friends. And speaking of friends, I'm not friends with this whole idea that we're chewing up the last couple of months of 2018 like a grisly piece of meat. We just finished the off-off-year elections. Hey, good job, Kentucky. Good job, Virginia. And now we're heading headlong into the holidays and all the shit that goes with it. Meaning, yeah, we're going to have to talk to our families again. Sorry about that. So our Patreon extras this month for the Pod Pals Club at patreon.com slash whatthehellpodcast. We'll be all about how to talk to your MAGA relatives without getting into a fight. So keep an eye out for those coming soon. The first one every month is always free. And after that, like a good drug dealer, it's going to cost you. I mean, it's like a buck. So, you know, it's not a lot. Rate and review the show wherever you find your pods. It helps others come listen to us be mean to boomers, but that's okay because boomers never listen to podcasts. I was a little worried last week that my mom had somehow figured out how to listen to an episode. Turns out it was just me making fun of Mr. Rogers in a social media post that got her upset. Follow the show on Twitter, the hell underscore podcast, and on TikTok. Yeah, I'm shitting you. I'm not on TikTok. It frightens me. There are cool bits at whatthehellpodcast.com, so check that out. And now for hey me, yo. Dave, 20 hey, nothing Bledsoe, yeah. producer more Neil Snowflake cool. Gavin, and all the fictional Gen Zers on this show, not we want to say this is not a good Shout song, but nevertheless, this was the song that started OK Boomer, and we kind of like it. Okay. We'll see you all okay. next week. for this so I take a small bow. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.